I'm not even. I'm not even at my fucking house right now. <laughs> not even out where I, I live. I'm not even near the pole. <laughs> what happened to I, staying home, Mary? I'm. I have a bi-coastal relationship, so we stay at my place and his place. We take uh, turns. Bi-coastal meaning he's no, on the other coast. No, she doesn't know Wait. what that word means. She has someone who lives across town. Her boyfriend <laughs> lives across town. She yes. just. She thinks she said bisexual. She doesn't know. She doesn't know. Just it's fine. <laughs> It's fine. No, by coastal. I live on the east side. She lives on the west side. It's very long distance. Yeah, one coast. Oh. In, one coast in that description, by the way. Only one. And this is Taco Bay. This is Taco, yeah, Taco Bay. Bay. That oh, is Taco my God. The, oh, way, the way that you just said that, and this is Taco Bay. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto, your borderline boomer. Uh, joining me, as always, is my favorite aging twink, Maxwell Esposito. Hello, borderline boomer. Oh, my Hashtag. God. Look at you thinking you're cute on Twitter. And one of the most fabulous, outspoken bitches I've ever met in my whole life. Back again as our guest co-host, Miss Sarah Andrews. Hi, guys. Oh, there she Hi. is. Girl, did you forget how to talk for a minute there, girl? Now it slowed down on me again. It, you you slowed down there. We are having the worst time today with our technical difficulties, and it's only slightly embarrassing because we have a great guest on today. And if this fucking blows up, I'm gonna freak out. Um, hi guys, how y'all doing? Good. How are you? I'm okay. I'm much better than last week, guys. I do have to. I think I need to uh, uh, apologize yeah. for last I wanted week. To check, I wanted to check in with you. I was a little disappointed in your behavior last week. You were reckless with your feelings. Oh, oh, listen. I'll always be reckless with my feelings. So you better just oh. fucking deal with that at this point. But here's what I did realize. I realized that I might be a little angrier about this situation than I knew. Uh <laughs> Because I will tell you, I have been force-fed a lot of emotional people for the past fucking 23 days. And, um, you know, when you live in seclusion and you, don't, and you live by yourself mostly, you're like, oh, I'm totally crushing this. You know, what pandemic? I got this. And then um, I heard myself on the show and I was like, well, maybe, maybe. And, and you know, I don't, te- I don't really edit a lot of the show, but I did cut out some of my crazy. <laughs> So you didn't even get the full story. I had to paint a better picture of myself because, uh, you know, these are trying times and we're not really sure how we're dealing with it. Maxwell, how are you dealing with it? Um, good. Taco Bay started spring break this week, so that has been fun. Um, because now he doesn't have to Zoom with children all week. I don't know if you know this, but Taco Bay is still Zooming with children all the time and they're terrible. So it's nice that we have a week off. We um we had a, a nutty weekend. We we went on a we went on a Zoom sex group call. Wait, what? Yes. Remember how I was like, why aren't the gays having sex on Zoom? I've been actively looking for the smutty side of Zoom since I found out what Zoom was. So wait, tell me about this sex party on Zoom. Yeah, I still have no idea what Zoom is. Zoom is basically like a a video meeting conference thing. So everybody gets a code and you come in and you all Zoom and there's different ways to chat and talk. But there was, um, yeah, it was a... A Zoom sex party. So was it? So work? Zoom people orgy. weren't having sex. I think we. I think we may have gotten on too early. There weren't really people having sex, but there were like multiple screens and lots of underdressed boys. And then there was like a Facebook Live that we would also had to have on. That was a DJ set. So there, we were all listening to the same music. 
And then everybody was in different little squares. We watched somebody put a, a big butt plug in their butt. Um, we watched a couple different, but like everybody was basically just like waiting for people to get weird. And then uh, it was almost like kiss it cam. Is so fucking listen. It is so a bathhouse <laughs> in that situation. Everyone's like, because no one wants to make the first fucking move, except for the guy who put the dildo in his butt. That sounds like a first move. <laughs> that sounds like a move yeah. towards a goal. Exactly. Um, yeah. Everybody was doing so many poppers. I was so nervous. These poor boys in isolation were going to pass out and nobody was going to be able to get them. So did you guys, did you and Taco Bay fuck on camera? No, we didn't. We like just checked in for a bit. We have been doing a lot of edibles as well because of um, like not smoking because of COVID. And so we like take edibles and then pass out. So Taco Bay actually passed out because he was so bored during the um, sex call. You know what? I feel like if you're going to do sexy stuff on Zoom, it's got to be like you and one other camera. That doesn't mean one other person. That just means one other camera. I think when it gets into multiple cameras, that's when you're like, it gets to be too much. Sarah Andrews. Hi. Welcome back to the show, queen. Thanks. Bitch, how are you doing? First of all, I want to apologize for the stressful start. Uh, but how are, <laughs> how are you feeling? How are you and that adorable husband of yours holding up uh, um, in isolation? We're trying desperately not to kill one another. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. Uh, quarantining by yourself might not be such a horrible thing. At least you're not with one other person that you may or may not kill before uh, it's over with. You know, I'm telling you, I... I, I I like living alone, but this in this situation, I'm not necessarily sure that I do. <laughs> but only because like I could leave my house and I could talk to other people. So right, uh, you, right. You know, when you want to on your terms. And guys, I I know I'm. This is going to be the the horse that I beat dead and deader and deadest through this entire uh, pandemic. But I'm fucking horny, okay? <laughs> and quite frankly. I don't excite, uh, I don't excite myself enough to masturbate. Well, right. have you heard of a great new app called Zoom? <laughs> oh, yes, I hear you can have a sex yeah, party. You just need to get on the Twitter and look for it. That's where I found ours. I just sent it. I signed up for an email and they emailed me the code like an hour after the party started. You know what? I want to hack one of, uh, I want to hack a Zoom sex party with Bible verses and, and spiritual songs. Have you heard, <laughs> have you heard this? Like, have you heard that people are like hacking into Zoom um, at like school when they're doing school over Zoom and they're like blasting pornography and dirty stuff on like these oh Zoom God. classrooms? So no. I feel, I, feel I like, hate that people. I hate that. People have been hacking into AA meetings on Zoom as well and posting like really shitty things like towards uh, people that are trying to just have an AA meeting. Like remember when you were cool type stuff? <laughs> no. I kid. I kid alcoholics. I kid. I kid. Get the help you need wherever you need it. But I feel like I feel like uh, as, a, as a rebuttal to, to interrupting a school class with a dick pic, we should interrupt the sex party with a with a old hymnal, a whole hymnal from Tennessee. You know one of those, don't you, Miss Andrews? I sorry, I'm missing a lot of stuff. Like you keep like slowing down real slow, and I can't like keep up with what's being said. Here's what I think is the problem. Here's what I think is the problem with going on. Everyone is on the internet at the same time, and. Since there is like a monopoly on internet companies, we all have Spectrum, so yep. uh, we can't get anything more unless we want to pay them more money. And so, actually, fuck internet companies because I'm irritated by all this. Um, well, listen, um, I I hosted my first. So in this time of difference and how shit is all kind of fucked up right now. Drag queens okay. are figuring out a way to stay relevant, and I am no different. I just threw my first virtual or digital learn the words bitch on Zoom this week, and yes. I, I thought it was so much fun. I had such a good time doing it. Um, I felt very old um, <laughs> because uh, I was the one at the helm. Maxwell, are you interested in maintaining your job for learn the words bitch? Because I need you, girl. 
<laughs> um, I've, I'm very unexperienced in the Zoom app myself, but um, oh, don't I mean, worry, we'll get you there. We'll get you there. Don't worry. I'll, I'll get. We'll we'll have some cute rehearsal. I can't do it. Listen, people saw more of my forehead and my wig line than they did my face because I just kept leaning closer <laughs> to the fucking camera and started pecking on shit, trying to figure stuff out. It was embarrassing. There were moments where I knew I wasn't muted, and I was like, oh, "This is humiliating. I don't know what I'm doing." So, <laughs> so we lost some. Well, a great show you should be very proud of yourself thank honestly. you yeah i mean we had it was we, so we had just uh, under <clears throat> 200 devices that streamed it uh and we had people as far as australia tuning in um How and people did you say uh just under 200 devices were streaming the uh the, the show last night and yeah uh, i kept because i counted stayed it went got to as high as 185 i believe yeah which is you know for but, me that's yeah, fantastic because you know limited capacity at akbar so and we mm -hmm. had people from all over the place that were tuning in and you know that feels good and i was actually kind of worried about um the vibe and how it would feel because you know i spend my time usually with an audience so it's kind of hard as an mc to like keep up the energy if you're not being fed uh, the kind of reaction that you get from a live audience. However, um, I'm such a narcissist, I got exactly what I needed out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the digital drag shows. I think they uh, create a whole new medium for the art of drag, and I'm living for it. Yeah, and you were just on Bitches Digital Drag Show um, yeah. last week, and actually, I'm going to be on Bitches Digital Drag Show on <laughs> April 10th, so... Uh, okay. But but listen, we have a guest this week, and I want to get to um, get to them before uh, the technical difficulties completely fuck up our show. Um, this drag queen is actually doing the digital drag shit right, for sure. She literally takes it to the streets. She's a choreographer. She was. She's from the House of Edwards. She's from season six of that game show, RuPaul's Drag Race. We have Laganja Estranja on the show. Laganja. Yes, God, honey. Hello, hello, hello. Oh my. Yay! Thank you for coming. Hey. Well, I'd love to come. <laughs> are you coming now? Are you? Are you? Are you getting? Are you in a relationship, uh, Laganja? Are you having sex? Are you living alone? What's your story? Um, I have a very deep spiritual relationship with myself two to three times a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how I are, love that. How are you dealing with this, uh, this time of quarantine? How has it affected you? Um, well, you know, I am a busy body. I love to be on the road and traveling and just a lot of like physical exercise. And this has really forced a lot of that to slow down. Um, I am still performing, like you said, at home, which is keeping me active, but like, you know, doing yoga at home on my mat, like, girl, that has not happened once. Whereas <laughs> in the real world, I was going at least three times a week, you know, I had a, a, a better schedule, so that, that's affected me a little bit, you know, um, like, energetically and emotionally, but I'm really trying to, like, stay positive. Laganja, my question for you is, like, with this whole new era of drag and the new medium, like, going on digital, like, are you enjoying this? Do you, do you miss the bar? Do you miss the live audience? Are you getting what you need out of this? I would say yes and no. Um, there are parts of it that I enjoy. For instance, um, you know, I did a digital drag show where I came in on top of my car and jump split off of it and had fog pouring out the window. So, like, I could never do that at a club. So that was so cool, you know? And I saw it as such a, a challenge that I rose to. But then since then, it's like, okay, now what? What do you do to top that? So it's like, okay, I went out to Hollywood Boulevard and did a one take and jump split on the middle of this, you know, barren streets and my little skimpy outfit. But it's like I can only keep coming up with so much, and I think that's the part that just is struggling for me because yeah. I've redone my house 16 different times. I've changed locations. I've hung up curtains. I've gone outside. I've, I've gotten the fog machine. I've gotten the lights. I mean, I've really tried to get into it and serve people what I would deliver on stage. But I think at some point it just becomes like, I don't want to put my couch upside down today. And <laughs> you know, like I just really want to go see people and I want to, like you said, be able to interact one-on-one -on -one because so much of drag is feeding off the energy in the room. Exactly. Now I've been really, really lucky. My supporters have been showing up 
I'm at about 200 people tuning in, so I'm right there with you, sis. I think that's a great, solid number. I love it. I think that's incredible. 200 people want to see what we're doing. Um, and like you said, we're getting to attract people that couldn't see our show. So I just try to stay positive and look at the fact that all the goods do outweigh the annoying parts of the parts that are not so desirable, you sure, know? Sure, sure, absolutely. And, and, and uh, you know, there, there's something, my, my concern like I, I mentioned earlier was like, will you get the vibe? Like, will you feel the audience? And honestly, even when you see, like when something gag-worthy happens and you just see the chat bar take off, like that's enough for yeah, that's like, like, really cool. Yeah, that feels good because it's like, and then you know, but then, but then I go back to my Generation X ass and I fucking lean in real close so I can read them because God knows I can't see from far away. Drag is making me feel like an old man right now. Now this new computer well, age, everyone is suffering. I mean, I literally was watching J Lo and Reese Witherspoon struggle to like get it together. So it's like I think that's what I feel good about too because. I'd like to think I'm young and hip and on fleek and all that, but it's challenging. I mean, when the Instagram goes live, the screen shrink. And for me, who's so tall and trying to do like a full body performance, I'm like bending down now to like fit in the frame. And, you know, so it's a learning curve for everyone. Hey, well, let's we were talking about well, last week with Tony, him being too tall. Yeah. He would need to he would need to film his lives in a mansion if he wanted to do a full shot. Like a banquet, a buffet hall. Well, listen, let's take a quick break because when we come back, I want to talk about the Instagram shows just a little bit more. I want to know the feedback because I have my opinions and I want to hear what everyone thinks. So let's take a quick break when we come back more with Laganja Estranja. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Do you want more Tony Soto? I completely understand. If you want more of me, tune into the Gay Power Half Hour available on iTunes, hosted by me, Tony Soto, and my good Judy, Casey Live. It's 30 minutes of funny faggotry you won't want to miss. Check us out on iTunes, the Gay Power Half Hour. And we are back with the show. We have Laganja Estranja, fabulous drag queen known throughout the planet. Now, we were talking about IG shows. And, um, I, I, you know, when it comes to, to drag shows, you have certain mediums that you get your drag from. You get it from Instagram now. You get it from, I think, maybe Facebook Live. Like anything that, that streams live. Now, what do you think about that we have to watch the hosts watch you, Laganja. How do you feel about that when it comes to an IG Live? Well, I think there are several things that could be improved on the IG Live. I think we need to have moderators, first and foremost, for comments that are hateful. Like, I would love to have one of my friends be select. Like, I choose this person. They're in the chat, and when someone's hateful, they can get rid of you. Is there a lot I of hate? Is there a lot of hate coming, uh, coming on these shows? I I don't think there's a lot, but I have seen some that is very aggressive. I think it feels very targeted. Like the conservative, gr the conservative groups are learning that we're doing these shows. They're finding out what times they're coming. They're showing up with people to, you know, infiltrate the chat room. Uh. So, I mean, it's a digital age, right? Everyone's bored. So now they're going to find new ways to be you know, harassing. Yeah. So I don't think there's an overweighing amount. I'm just saying this is one idea I've had that I'm like, okay, we need a moderator, you know? I also think, like, yeah, the fact that, like, you can't switch the screen and decide when you want it. Like, a lot of girls right now are turning off the comments when dolls are performing so that you can at least see the yeah. doll perform in the bottom. Yeah. But... I agree with you still. The, the screen should be able to switch. Um, I think just like the overall, like how you accept is really hard. Like, I don't know if you, you know, you have to like click the button. You have to scroll to find your friend you want to accept, like to pin the comments. If there's just things that, you know, now that the whole world is going live, we're yeah. like, oh, well, why isn't this there? And, and honestly, I think, I think like now, uh, I mean, we don't know how long we're into this. So I really think that Instagram needs to step it up and start doing some new things. Miss uh, um, Andrews, have you done an IG live show? I haven't done an IG live one. No, so you've <laughs> only yet. done you've only done bitches so far. Is that is that right? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I immediately wanted to do the pre-recorded thing. Like, I think the pre-recorded things are 
so cute and so good. You get to get so creative with them, like in a different way than you could before all this. So yeah, I feel I feel those. like we are tapping into seeing performers, other talents as well. I mean, like I know myself, I've used this green screen behind me quite a bit since um, since this has happened. I feel like I'm editing more, you know. So it's like it's like if anything. When this is all said and done, I can probably get a job that will actually pay money at some point <laughs> because I learned shit, you know. Um, Maxwell, are you a viewer of the drag shows on IG? Um, I've popped into a couple here and there. Um, I watched your show last night, which was really great. But the whole like live thing with the comments on the screen, I just find it very undesirable for my watching needs. Yeah. I also just started watching Real Housewives of New York. And as you know, that shit is crazy. So, so I've been very So distracted. you're booked and blessed, basically. And you don't have time for all that, is what you're saying. And, and Taco <laughs> Bay likes it. So we're like, I'm like taking this moment and running with it. He doesn't like garbage reality. So, but I've seen a couple of the shows. They're fun. I saw Laganja come in on her car. I thought that was. But did you see it live? Or did you see it in my feed? Um, I actually think I saw it on a bunch of other people's stories and then looked it up afterwards. Listen, yes. the best thing that I saw from Laganja Estranja was when fucking Ann Pine was holding her dog in the background. <laughs> Watch him. I was yes. like, I was like, look at who's that nosy ass neighbor. I was like, that's fucking Ann Pine. <laughs> Shout out to I friend of the show, her. Ann Pine, by the love way. Her. We fucking uh, love, we stand. We stand, we stand. So Laganja, you have had quite uh, history. You're a weed enthusiast. Have you always been a weed enthusiast? Um, well, I grew up in Texas, so no. I mean, I grew up thinking it was like the devil's lettuce, you know? Um, <laughs> but once I moved to California and discovered like medical marijuana and Proposition 215, I totally became a a big old pothead of the plant. Yes, absolutely. Now, before this, uh, like so much that you even had like your own strand or something for a while, right? I've never had my own strand yet, uh-huh. but I had um, my own joints in collaboration with the, uh, with the Hepburns out in San Francisco. Um, and right now I'm currently partnered with Fruit Slabs, which is an, uh, an edible. It's an organic, gluten-free, uh, kosher certified uh, fruit leather. So definitely I have products, but no strain specifically yet. Well, I just saw you hitting a bong, which I love. So are you more of a flower girl or are you an edible girl? Well, I took a giant dab before I did this, and then I smoked the, what, what was left of a joint while you guys were talking, and then I started on the bomb. So yeah, I'm more of a just smoking all the time kind of girl. See, I'm, I tell everyone, like, I'm very white trash. I like to breathe in smoke. I'm from Illinois. You know, I was, my, my mother was driving around with smoking cars or smoking with the windows up my whole life, so I'm like... I want to inhale smoke and uh, I can't get with edibles because I also like to eat and I eat, always eat too much. And then you feel like you're going to die. Um, <laughs> I understand. I'm not a big edible girl either, but that is why honestly I love the fruit slabs and why I partnered with them because they're like little tiny squares and it's like something you'd get at Whole Foods. You know, it's like organic fruit leather. Like you don't feel bad about eating that. It's not a brownie with a bunch of sugar. You know what I mean? Right. So, okay, well, let's go into this because, you know, we got to talk about the fucking game show. We, we just do. It's what you did. And actually, uh, this is in season 12 now. So it's been six seasons since you've been. I love that you call it the game show. I'm like, what game show was I on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the game show. You know, the drag race, the game so show. You can, you can dance. The, 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 the no, I know, but I just, I just love calling it the game show because you're right. It's a game. Yeah. Oh, it's an absolute game. And, you know, it's one. I can't wait for Miss Sarah. She loves to turn up on this subject. <laughs> <laughs> Well, see, that's why I always love having Sarah on, too, when we because we're not really discussing season 12 a lot, because personally, I think the season's tainted. And actually, like now that uh, we're in isolation and I'm not doing drag hosting uh, viewing parties, it's like, why? You know, why would I spend the money on Amazon to buy it? But like, I love having Sarah on because her her approach to it is is uh, is unapologetic, which I always appreciate. But I want to talk to you, Laganja, because I mean. When, when you came out on season six, I mean, you, you came out guns blazing. Um, and uh, I'm sure that you suffered uh, from the hands of fans as a result of that. You have now still succeeded in drag where a lot of drag queens um, 
in that went through that game show have like dissipated or faded away. Um, what are your thoughts on season twelve? Uh, like even like the 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 little scandals that are happening behind it uh, currently. So I'll just say this first: I'm a huge fan of the show. That's how I started this. That's how I will end this. Um, you know, for me as a little gay boy who grew up in Dallas, Texas, this show was that escape. I used to have drag parties in college. We would all get in drag. This was long before I was in, you know, Laganja. This was just when I was like exploring my femininity. Blah, blah. So that being said, I love the show because I'm a fan of it. Right. So all the drama that's surrounding it and all that, I'm like, I love it. Beat it to me. This is too much, honey. Are you hearing the tea? Like girl, it's a gag. And I live because I am, a silly little queer who gets her life when she hears all this extraness. Now, that being said, when you say, like, tainted, I'm like, oh, really, you feel that way? Because, like, I just feel so much like it's just getting people talking. And regardless if it's good or bad, it's getting people to speak to one another about a lot of subjects that are really uncomfortable. And I love that because I just think that so much of our time is you know, spent here, especially in LA, you know, it's so fake. And this has forced people to really be real and be like, well, so you side with her or, you know, no, I don't side with her when it comes to like sharing. Right, obviously. right, right. Well, you know? we, we call her, now, we my- call him Joe, Joey on this show. We call him Joey. She doesn't, he doesn't get female pronouns anymore. And we don't, we don't drag name her here anymore. <laughs> um, okay, but, but, but right. I, I think like so that's what I mean. you get like a real, a, a lot of opinions. Yeah. And I think, I think like my whole, uh, uh, approach to, uh, season 12 and the whole Joey debacle is that um, that I'm a fan of drag. I know that I always say publicly that I'm not and that I don't care about drag and I like mine the most. That's still true. But but overall, I do love drag. And here's the thing. Joey's a good fucking drag, king, drag queen. And um, you can edit him out as much as you want. That's completely blatantly obvious, by the way. All you when want. they went to her runway, I was like, really? Now we're doing that too? Right, right. And see, here's the thing. We're going to see Joey win a lot. So and It's a reality show. This is real. Yeah. What do you mean? You have to show it. You can't just cut her runway. Yeah. Like, in my opinion, I'm just like, I want to see that fucking dress. If that person is a, a freak and horrible and I hate her, fine. I'm still going to look at that dress. Because that designer deserves the it. The designer and deserves it. I feel bad it. for the designer. Yeah. 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 I mean, someone has pointed out, well, the designer got paid and blah, blah, blah. But whatever. The point is, it's you just can't edit that out and act like that's cool. And that's what I'm saying. I'm and so, sorry. And so, that's what really happened. We need to see it. It sucks that this happened. It sucks that your background person did it. Find this before you did. Yeah. But this is the reality of it. And this is a reality show. And this is a way for us to have a conversation about what does it mean. Yeah. And instead of like you know, just putting a disclaimer on her and editing out like it never happened. I just think that's the wrong way to go. Well, I was just talking to too many gays who would, uh, in in the couple of shows that I watched when I was um, at bar viewing parties, whenever Joey would do something, people would be like, that was awful. Like, and I'm specifically saying the improv uh, challenge. And I was like, uh, no, that was the winner. You know what I mean? And like, and for me, because he's a creep, I'm conflicted, so I don't want to sit here and stand their drag. So I'm choosing to opt out and not watch this season. Um, Sarah, what do you think about all this? Now, we've had we've had some girls go to jail, have had a criminal record. Plenty of them have done porn, but we've not really ever had someone who has catfished and uh, been weird. What are your thoughts on this, Sarah? It's fucking wild, man. Like, and she's she has like disappeared off the face of the earth and everything too. Like, I I mean, I kind of worry about this person. Like, yeah, I, well, are I, they okay. I mean, I mean, look, I, I mean, you you don't want a person. Yeah, you don't want to sit here and like, um, like, I think like people fear t- if they say. Or like express concern that they're somehow yeah. co-signing Fighting on what happened. Right, right, right. No one. I don't think anyone. Like, I'm certainly not siding with her. But no, Lord, I wonder. But you if have they're to, okay. Yeah, you have least. to wonder what it's like to have. You thought that this was going to be your moment. 
Like, like yeah. you yeah. shot a successful season and you think, but also, bitches, you know there are skeletons in your closets. And now the thing was, the show should have fucking found this out before. So that way they oh, could have nipped it in the definitely. bud. But if you have skeletons in your in your closets like that, stay off of reality TV. Like, why would you do that? Like, that's like literally putting yourself out there. I had thinks it's just not a big deal. Or that, I or that no one, or that, was that big of a deal, or that no one, or that the person no. wouldn't say something. That's what I think. I, I had heard that they, um, when they came back from filming, they were in the process of catfishing somebody right before they left, and then they disappeared. And while she was gone, um, the boy that was being catfished spilled the tea. So when she came back, she was aware that people were probably going to at you know, people at VH1 were probably going to find out. She was very nervous about it from what I had been told. Well, rightfully wow. so. Um, so, LaGanja, what do you see for the future of Drag Race? We're going into, we're going to do another All-Stars. I mean, this has been a long franchise, let's face it. Like, well, that's enough about that, Green. So, what do you think about I mean, we can we can beat that dead horse till it's, till it's blue in the face, but we all have our opinions about Joey, and quite frankly, um, <laughs> I'm just more mad with uh, the 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 completely editing them out of the show that looks more ridiculous than not doing it. You know what I mean? But like, so this is, this has been a lot of drama for uh, the RuPaul world this last year. Um, what do you think that this show can last? Uh, like, could, could it be another project runway or a top model? Can it last that long? You think? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, it has already pretty much. I do. I mean, now they've moved it to Showtime. I think that's going to be a very interesting move. Um, I think a lot of people are unhappy about it. So I wonder, you know, how will it, how will it go? Um, but I don't know. There's people like me. It's like I personally paid the $20 so that I could have it in the comfort of my home <laughs> and watch it because I feel like it's the brand that made me. Yeah. So I can pay $20 to have you know, what I have yeah. and to be able to sit here and, 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 you know, it's not that I'm not fearful. I am. I have $700 in my account right now. That's it. But I do have parents that could help me if I don't continue to make money. Um, but I, you know, I just feel, I don't know. That's, I think it was the point I was going to make earlier too, is I feel grateful that like people are tipping me. Yeah. That's such an incredible thing, you know, cause some people really think that this Versace is real and it's like, mama, it's all fake. <laughs> I'm a drag queen. It's it's not real. I'm poor. I'm very poor. I need your money, you know? Yeah, yeah. And people are actually coming to these live shows and tipping me. And I just think, like, that shows you how strong our community is. And, again, just trying to be the hopeful person that I am, it just makes me be like, no. Like, we have each other's back. Drag will always last. People are always going to support their queens because that is built into the fabric of our community. And, oh, it gets me emotional because... I never thought I'd be a drag queen. Yeah. I never thought I'd be a drag queen. Yeah. And I'm so proud to be one, especially in a time like this, because I feel like I'm bringing people joy. And even though I'm scared shitless and like, God, am I going to have to borrow money from my mom? I, I feel like there's such a bigger picture here. And, see, and, that's, and that's our community. And RuPaul's Drag Race, even though it, it's pivotal and makes people fight, it brings us together. It gives us a reason to love one another, to talk, to fight, to have opinions. And I think that's the picture. That's the bigger picture. Even though there's faults and there's things that I wish the show would change, I'm grateful for the brand. So you know what? I'll pay the $20 and I'll support you. But And, and here's my thing too, and I, and I just need to stress this the most because, you know, I am critical of Drag Race because I do think that the, the history of drag is disappearing because of drag race. Um, and, and, and the thing is, it's like drag queens, drag queens have always been that we've always been the mascot to lift people up at low points in life, to, to bring people to the bar and give them a sense of joy. We've always been that. And so, yeah. and, and, and don't think that because a drag queen was on TV that suddenly they're rich for the rest of their lives, because that's not true either. And that's why the idea of drag and the, and the, the facade of drag. Yeah. I'm grateful for it. I think that it did a lot of good things, but it's owned by heterosexuals now. And quite frankly, it's not our community anymore. So my, that's why like when, when this pandemic happened, 
fucking drag queens got on the internet immediately because that's what we do. We mm-hmm. find a way to fucking interact with people and to, send, and to spread joy because here's the thing. We're fucking mascots, all right? And I'm a proud mascot. I don't, I don't say that as shade. I'm a proud mascot because I'm there to rally the fucking troops when shit gets down. So, see? That's the best validation I could ever get if I ran off a dog <laughs> with that comment. <laughs> well, listen. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But, and, and, and Laganja, I'm, I'm, t- I'm telling you, like, we worked together right before this happened, and we met in person, and, and like, it's like... <clears throat> You're so fucking down to earth and cool. Like we went and we smoked a joint. Like it was like just a kiki on the very first time. And see, this is this is the thing. It's like, yeah. like um, these drag queens are fucking amazing people in real life for the most part, and they're doing amazing things for you to be entertained. So, so tip us, you know. Well, listen, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we have our. Did you want to say something, Sarah? Mm-mm, oh, no. I'm sorry. You 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 froze in a way that looked like you were going to pontificate. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we have our listener questions of the week. We'll be right back. Tony Soto Show. All right, we are back. Now, listeners, in this trying time where we don't know what's up and down, up or down, where we have a fat bloated sack and an alleged child predator in the White House taking care of everything. I can assure you that we will always answer your questions. All you have to do is go to the TonySodaShow.com and uh, enter your question in the little message box. And uh, we'll help you make sense of shit. We'll, uh, you can ask us questions, give us comments, tell us whatever you want. We don't give a shit. We have nothing but time, and we'll listen to anything. So I'm going to kick us off this week. And actually, I'm excited about this one because it's a... It's one of our regular listeners in Tel Aviv. And um, <clears throat> so I want to give a shout out to Gal. Gal is writing us again. And, and this is an educational one for everyone who lives internationally and, and that's listening to the show. But he says, I'm writing you guys again from Tel Aviv. Things here are just as crazy as they are in L.A., maybe crazier. I'm living next to an orthodox area, which is really, really problematic um, with following safety rules. They don't listen to healthcare regulations and they only listen to their rabbis. It, um, it has made the conditions so bad in that area that every third person is infected with corona. Thank God I'm a sinner. In that case, I'm staying away from that area and only buying food and groceries in non-kosher supermarkets till the crisis is over. Sorry for sharing. Here's my question. Oh, here's your questions. Um, one, Tony, can you give us an update on your split workout? Do you practice every day? How flexible did you get so far? Two, since Maxwell has a pole in his house, what songs does he like to dance to while working on it? Okay, so here's the thing. This is perfect because I want to talk to Laganja about this. Laganja is very, she's a professional dancer, so she's very flexible. Now, Laganja, I'm a 40-year-old drag queen who's never stretched in his life. Now, while... 40 years young. 40 years young. (laughs) While in (laughs) isolation... I have given myself the goal of learning how to do a split. Um, it's very hard, and here's my question. <laughs> does it always hurt in the middle? Like, does it always hurt in that middle of your legs? Like, does that just never go away? <laughs> um, yeah, there's always going to be a little bit of tension there for sure. But do you believe in yourself first and foremost? Listen, I've been doing, I've been doing a 30-minute stretch routine every day for 23 days now. So... And I really believe that like I can totally get in a split by the end of this thing. I'm more flexible than I was before. So yes, I do believe I've seen, I've seen, here's the thing. I'm a queen that needs results. Like it isn't until uh, I'm at the gym long enough to see the beginning of maybe an ab where I'm like, Ooh, this is really worth it. So I've noticed it, but like, were you always flexible since you've been a professional dresser? Your no. Home? no, no, I totally worked for it, but I like totally believed and visualized and was like, I see the split. I know that I'm going to get there. I see my crotch touching and kissing the ground. Like I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. You're and year get there. after year of stretching and stretching, I finally got there. And now it's like, boom, I'm in it. Yeah. You know? Well, here are- Tony, do you, do you see your crotch touching the ground? Excuse me. I'm going to have a conversation with my crotch real quick. <laughs> hey, you fucking better get to the goddamn ground. You hear me? Fucking just get down there. <laughs> It hurts so bad. Sarah can, you, Sarah, can you do the splits? I used to be able to when I was younger. I was a ballet dancer. 
Oh yeah, so, way back in the day. But I have real bad knees, y'all, and they like to pop out when I do anything. So the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go on to Maxwell. Maxwell, how's that? Maxwell got uh, for anyone who has just started listening to this show for some reason. Maxwell, my favorite aging twink, just got himself a pole uh, that he put in his living room. How how's that working out for you, Maxwell? Well, as it comes to no surprise, I have no upper body strength whatsoever. <laughs> so I'm mainly just working on gaining that and doing like routines and techniques to build upper arm strength right now. So there haven't been a lot of songs and twirls done on the pole quite yet, but I'm building upper body strength. I'm going to have some core workouts and building my climbing steps. I'm going to be a pro in no time. Laganja, have okay. you have you ever done pole dancing, Laganja Stranja? Yes, I have uh, several times. And what I was going to say is my dear friend Candace Kane is doing a, not the Candace Kane you might know, but another Candace Kane is doing um, a Zoom pole class. I just looked it up and it's for, uh, uh, well, just you need to go to her Instagram. So her Instagram is Sweet Miss Candace, C-A-N-D-A-C-E, Sweet Miss Candace. And she's an incredible pole teacher. She's like the best. She's been in every like hip hop video you've ever imagined. And yeah, so you should look that oh up. Oh my god, Maxwell! Look, we just opened a door for you, girl. You're gonna get there. <laughs> you're gonna get that. Gotta, you're gonna get that upper body. Sweet, Ms. Let me I found her. her. There we go. Oh my god, she's so cute. Look, connections yeah. made. Connections made. Well, then, <laughs> then try to uh, Maxwell. Then your homework is to try to attend one of those Zoom meetings so you can tell us how it is. Well, oh, okay. Yes. Okay. You I, just I, say you okay because you've got nothing else going oh, on. I understand the whole upper upper strength. It's very hard for me too. It's so hard. Well, and I want to be good. I actually want to be good at it. I don't want to just be like some faggot throwing my body around on a pole. Like I want to be like an actual. Like I want to be good at it. She's a professional. She's amazing. Um. Oh, well, great. Okay. Well, I wanna- I hit follow, and um, Taco Bay is moving in, so I actually am a very busy person. We have to pack and move him across town. You and your wheeze. In a pandemic. You, you and your wheeze. I can't with you. Um, and listen, gal, stay the fuck out of those goddamn orthodox areas, all right? Listen, be fearful of the religious. Uh, you know how I feel. I've been doing this show for almost six years. Everyone knows I'm a staunch atheist, and now more than ever, they are proving to be crazier and weirder than ever. Like I have watched too many videos of these fucking Karens coming out of goddamn church talking about the blood of Jesus being better than penicillin. I can't. I can't with you religious people. Keep it quiet. They're crazy. Keep it fucking quiet. Keep your Jesus shit to your goddamn self, because quite frankly, I've never fucking, his blood has never fucking cured my HIV. Thank you very much. Um, Have you rubbed it on you lately? <laughs> <laughs> this is getting weird. <laughs> and listen, and here's my thing too. Y'all are risking COVID for bread and juice. Just go to the grocery store like the rest of us, okay? Com- but there's a line there. Communions. All right, Maxwell, do you have a question to answer, Reed? I do, I do. Um, Shy writes, what do you want to do first when you can go out again? Well, Shy, I hate to break it to you. I don't think we're going to be, like, let out. It's not, like, going to be recess. I think it's going to be, like, a gradual thing. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna put things in all of my holes, every single one that's attached to it, <laughs> and it's going to be attached to a person. That's, that's what I'm doing. I'm going to have a person inside me and on, t- on top of me uh, forever. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get married. <laughs> I'm going to actively look for a relationship so I can, like, so I never have to do this again. <laughs> And I don't even want a relationship, but God damn it, I don't want to live alone because I don't, I don't have a life alert. Okay. Uh, Laganja, what do you want to do? Uh, what is the first thing that you want to do when you're out of here, when you're out of your uh, isolation? I want to go to Chili's. <laughs> that sounds fucking great. I love Chili's. Isn't it crazy? Isn't it crazy the things that we take for granted? Like, just, just being able to... I never take Chili's for granted. They're the best. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> Do you, don't you think they do takeout? 
They do, but it's not the same gorge. I need to sit there and feel it and have the blue margarita glass, and, and I need to just yeah. know that I am home. <laughs> well, if you, if you check in on Facebook, they give you free chips and salsa, so I know they wouldn't give um, you that I'm experience. I'm a program, and she's sponsored. Oh, <laughs> I love that. You know, um, speaking of uh, of fondness of restaurants, I have thought of Jasmine Masters quite a bit during this time and her love for the Olive Garden. Uh, we need to oh have we need to have her back on the show and see if she's getting Olive Garden for takeout for sure. Uh, we, we should have her on just to check on her. Yeah, we should. Honestly, I was just thinking that I need to text her and see how she's doing. But it's been crazy. I don't. I'm not. I haven't seen her on social media. I don't think in a while. But maybe it's because I'm too busy looking at my own pictures. Sarah, what what do you want to do? What's the first thing that you want to do when you can fucking do something? I am going to go to every club and do every drug I can find and just party. Yes. Fucking hard, Sarah. I'm telling you, I have mushrooms in my freezer now, and every time I every time I open it, I think of you and Taylor, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna. So just so you know, I'm holding on to some mushrooms for us the next time we can interact because Christmas Eve like still goes back as a great holiday when we took all that acid. Uh, <laughs> Maxwell, what do you want to do, babe? Oh my god, I can't wait to walk around a fucking mall again. I just keep looking at Taco Bay and I'm like, I just want to go to the mall. <laughs> please, please, like, can we just walk around? I won't touch anything. Oh my god. I just like the Grove. I just want to go to the Grove, the Farmer's Market. I want to take a picture by the fountain. Well, I you can go. Far- farmer's Markets are back open. Most of them. You can go back. You can go to Not Farmer's Market. Not the Grove. No, I want the Grove's Farmer's Market. The oh. Farmer's Market on 3rd Street. Don't you know anything? No, I don't. Overpriced Market. I don't. Well, yeah. that's, that's what she likes. She's, she's white trash <laughs> in the Midwest. That's what she likes. Um, uh, well, listen... Uh, what was it? Chai? Chi? Um, Chai. Let us know what you want to do. Let us know what you want to do as soon as this is all said and done. I'd love to hear from you. All right. Last question. Uh, this is from Anonymous. It says, please help. What do you do if your parents still think COVID-19 is a hoax? They keep listening to fucking Trump and they think uh, he changed his tune because of some cons- conspiracy and that he really knows it's fake and that and that is why he won't wear masks is this a lost call? Yeah, just say goodbye to him. Just say goodbye, mama. Bye, I mean, mommy. I, I unfortunately agree. Like you have to put your safety and the safety of people you actually care about. And if those people don't care about other people around them, then like, yeah. I mean, this whole thing unfortunately is like a selfish like spider web situation. And if like one person is going to be selfish, like you can't hang out with them because they don't want to listen. Uh, like. Laganja, you're from Texas. Are your parents taking this seriously? Oh, absolutely. My parents are, you know, over the age of 60. So they definitely are locked and loaded in their house. And they're doing great and they're healthy. So I'm very happy. Sarah? Uh, yeah, my mom's, she's, she's, she's taking it seriously. She's staying away from everybody. Finally, (laughs) it took us forever to talk her into, you know, doing that. But she's finally getting it. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I'm happily estranged, uh, so it's very easy for me to just be like, "But, ciao." But, but here's the thing: you can't argue with stupid, no matter mm-hmm. if you're related to them or not. And sometimes you have stupid family members. So, and if they're your parents, I'm very sorry. But listen, just say I'll see you when it's over. Hopefully. That's it. That's all you can do. I don't know what else you can possibly say to someone who thinks that it's a hoax and thinks that that fucking bloated sack is, oh, I can't. Nope. You know what? This is not the gay power half hour. I will not talk (laughs) politics anymore. Laganja Estranja, we got fucking through this show. (laughs) <laughs> we did i'm so, i was i was worried but we did it listen can you tell people uh, if you have any gigs coming up or if you want to give your social medias your cash apps whatever you want tell them everything i love it yes i have a one woman show uh with the title of iconic which will be on april 11th at 8 p.m tickets are ten dollars um per household so if you got a bunch of people in your house you can split it up 
either way works. Um, and you go to stageit.com to get tickets for that. Oh, so you're doing, so you're doing, um, cause Shay did that as well. And she baked a pie. And so you have like a, a one woman, like a, you're going to do what you're gonna be talking. You're singing what doing what I'm going to do my like entire discography. So I'm doing every song I've ever done from beginning to end. And I'm going to do like a, whole little show uh, throughout my house. So I'm going to reprise the uh, car number that I did that people loved. And then I'm going to do a bunch of numbers throughout the house. And then I'm going to drop a new song at the very end. That is worth $10, ladies and gentlemen. Go and give her your $10. It's really going to be worth the $10. So I hope people come. So far, I think there's like maybe 50 tickets left. Oh, terrific. Congrats. How many fans just go and fucking support these queens doing this shit? Yes. Listen, fucking Shea Coulee baked a goddamn blueberry pie, which I had to watch her <laughs> eat while we were watching SVU through Zoom. And you don't want to watch her eating fucking pie in full geesh, but she sure fucking was because she's a class. No, I'm home. like literally setting up my house. I have six different setups. I'm going to be moving. I'm trying to change clothes in between somehow magically. My dog's going to do tricks. I'm going to teach you how to roll a blunt. I mean, it's a whole thing. Oh, my God. Oh, Alaganja, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yes, uh, thank yeah. you. I loved working with you, and this was so cool to continue, and I hope there's lots more. And we'll have you back, baby. We'll have you back. Now that I know That's you can good. talk, we'll have you back. Uh, Sarah. Yes. Tell people where they can find you on the social media, where they can give you, you money. You can find me at MissSarahAndrews.com, not dot .com, at MissSarahAndrews on everything. That's right. That's or right. Uh, 1-800-WIG-TAKEOUT on everything. Fuck yeah. Listen, I know that and times are... are still making wigs, y'all. Times so are tough, but get... have money to get wigs, order wigs. Yes, because she's got fucking good goddamn wigs. I will tell you. And go to her Twitter if you really want the gag. <laughs> yeah, if you want to see why uh, World of Wonder and RuPaul Charles has blocked her, go ahead and tune into her on. I'm, I, 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 I learned. I learned the other day that I'm known around the World of Wonder offices as that queen that does this every year. <laughs> because she's consistent, bitch. All right, and everyone loves consistency. Okay. Uh, when you when you truly believe in something, you're consistent about it. Okay, World of Wonders, a fucking deal. Uh, Maxwell, <laughs> um, I have a new millennial moment. Um, I have a new millennial moment out on the internet on my IGTV. Uh, you can find me at Maxwell Esposito on Instagram. It is on TikTok. So if you've been confused have questions, like want to understand what a TikTok is, watch my video. I teach you all about it, and I'm so smart. So okay. I did a lot of research. Okay, all right, all right. I got to back her up when she starts saying things like she's so smart because uh, <laughs> we're going to see when I put her back to work for Learn the Words, bitch. Um, guys, if you enjoyed the Tony Soto Show, please go to the iTunes page and subscribe and rate it and leave a comment. We love to hear it. Um, I also do the Gay Power Half Hour every week uh, with my good Judy Casey Lie. So tune in wherever podcasts are streamed to listen to that. Um, check me out on Bitch Puddin's Digital Drag Show on April 10th on her Twitch channel. Uh, I'm so excited to be on it. Um, she's doing amazing fucking things. And that show just gets better and better every week. I am She's the Tony Soto thing with she, that for sure. And my girlfriend Gretchen Benden Pump is going to be on that same show too. Yes, it's so fucking April fun. It's so fucking yes. fun. I have such a good time watching it too, and I don't care. It's like it's like watching old late night MTV from like the eighties. Yes, anyone was old enough to remember that. <coughs> I am. <laughs> I am. Uh, let's move on. I'm the Tony Soto Show on literally everything. That is Instagram, Twitter, Venmo, Cash App, PayPal. Uh, yeah, just get me. Um, guys, the Grizzly Kiki is back next week. So I'm very, very excited to have those girls back. Um, until next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.